You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. With me always are my good friends. Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas. And we'd like to welcome you to our show. Uh, this hey, is. I, uh, I'm glad you welcomed everybody because I was thinking today, not a lot of people know me from when I lived in Alaska. What? And so when you see AK Mike, you might think like AK-47. I mean, because I live in Texas and Texas uh. is sort of a gun state. So I just want to be clear: the AK isn't about AK forty-seven rat-a-tat. It is about being in Alaska from being in Alaska. I got gotcha. you. I'm glad you cleared that up. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's I think the, it was a big deal. It well, like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, Jay calls me AZ Mike, so I, I, I don't know what AZ stands for, but probably Arizona. I don't know either. That is your problem to deal with. <laughs> I was just talking about my particular issue. So, That's funny. He's got his own crosses to bear. Off my chest. Thanks, right? thanks for letting me start off that way. Exactly. All right. Well. April is a uh, good month. I think uh, one of our staff had a birthday this month. Is that correct? No? Maybe? Jay? Did you get something for your birthday? Did you get something for your birthday? It was in March. In March? In March, not in April. Uh, Okay, March. That's why I was giving you a weird look. Like, "Hmm, (laughs) you guys are in May. I am already, I am already, see. Who's in between? (laughs) I am already re- already in April. I'm already recording episodes for April. What am I saying? Okay, in March. March is bit this is March, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, it's been one of those days. Okay, so first of all, happy birthday to Jay. He had a birthday today. What did you get? Hey. What did I get? Oh, I got a box that came in, and and I said, hey, this is from, like, uh, Servo World. Mm-hmm. I don't remember ordering anything from Servo World. <laughs> hmm. Uh, you know, I'm scratching my head. And uh, that's when I totally forgot about my birthday, folks. That's how old I am. Mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, oh <laughs> hey, it's my birthday. And no uh, I walked in. And, so and, many years? Yeah. And I, uh, yeah, that's exactly. And I, I opened it up and uh, took a couple of pictures and said, hey, look what somebody sent me free samples in the mail and sent it out to these two guys. And uh, then exactly. I got a reply back. Right. So thank you very much for my birthday present. Thank yeah. you, guys. Uh, Jay got a couple of servos for his Tony. He uh, he actually, when he came out to the Electric Festival, and uh, we picked up some new airplanes a while back, and uh, Jay was able to create some of his home, uh, some of the ones that he brought back home. And uh, one of them was a Kawasaki, what is that, a KI-62, right? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's a Tony. And uh, anyway, so Mike and I decided that uh, Jay's been struggling with the crashing warbirds for crappy servos. And I was, last time I was up there and flew one of those airplanes, it crashed because of a crappy servo. And so Mike and I were like, hey, this guy the needs servo a servo. The servo wasn't crappy, Mike. It the, was the, the installer. The servo head was crappy. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, if you if you remember, really going to go to that like detail. The typical, the yeah. typical, well, it wasn't the it wasn't the typical servo arm. Remember? Yeah. You could adjust. It was one. It was and I tried it out because I'd never seen one like this before. Right. And it was one of the arms that you can actually adjust the arm itself back right. in and out along the uh, the spline. 
right? So you just push out how far. Yes, the length of it. Yeah, the length of it. So if you wanted it longer or shorter, you would push it along, put it in the slot, and then screw it down. No more um, more glue to make it longer or whatever. No. Yeah, it just either it vibrated loose or what whatever happened and just worked its way loose and boop, boop, that head popped off and off the you know happened to be on the elevator. So you basically got screwed. He did get screwed. I got screwed. Yeah. But I will tell you, it was a beautiful, beautiful aileron roll into an Immelman right into the ground. (laughs) So for a minute there, I thought he was really doing something. Oh, yeah. It was really impressive. So and actually, it's funny because um, (laughs) right after that happened, and this this has been a few years ago, but right after that happened, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Jay and I were looking at something and there was. You know, we kind of send each other, uh, you know, items that we find. And there was an old World War II training video for a P-51 that showed how to do a loop. And if you, it showed that if you started at, like, 10,000 feet and did a loop, you'd wind up back at 10,000. But if you started at 5,000, you would wind up in the ground. And it was basically a, this pamphlet that they sent people that said, you know, hey, just understand that it takes a certain amount of space to do this loop. And I sent it to Jay. Anyway, he thought, I don't know if he saw Humor in it or okay, not? Okay, that doesn't make funny. sense. That's not really true, right? Yeah, no. I that mean, was I true. can see where the air, the air density changes and stuff. So no, 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 no. It's true. They they wanted the guys to start their loops at a certain altitude so that they didn't crash into the ground. Because if you start, yeah, but if a you loop start at five thousand, you can end it at five thousand if you're doing your loop right. Uh, you could if you yes, that is correct. But it takes okay, a so certain saying, amount of loop. It takes a certain amount to get back, and the way that they were doing their loops, uh, I don't know. Anyway, it was a funny, kind of a funny story. Okay, I didn't mean to right. derail myself right. on. on loops. <clears> and the, and the big thing to remember about those guys subject. when they used to fly, how many flight actual actual flight hours they yeah. actually had when yeah, they got in the yeah, seat yeah, of that. Not cockpit. very many, right? No. A lot of them didn't have more than twenty five to thirty five hours. Wow, right? right. You know, wow. total time. And then they're they're in the cockpit. So <clears throat> I was reading a thing about uh, uh, the Red Tails, right? So right. when they got the newest model of uh, uh, P-51s, well, one of the things they didn't, like, tell them, per se, was that they would go and do a test flight. So they would go, okay, well, here's the plane. You know, go fly it. it you know, everything kind of works like this and like mm-hmm. this. Okay, go fly. And they were in theater. And so one of the things they didn't know about, there was a auxiliary fuel tank that sat right behind them. And depending on whether that thing was full or not, uh, definitely uh, changed the characteristics of the plane. And it was one of those things they didn't like Mm -hmm. have. Yeah. And they didn't like have a big sticker (laughs) stuck, you know, make sure this is full or empty. Hey, if this is full, make sure you don't do X, Y. Yeah. And uh, so a lot of guys would jump in the plane and go, woohoo. And go roaring off, and if it was when it was full or when it was empty was when it was bad. But you know, it definitely <laughs> Probably changed when it the was characteristics full. of the plane. And a lot of guys. I, th- I thought you were saying. Would, you know, I thought you were saying that the guys that said, "Oh, here's the plane. Go ahead and jump in," there, and they stand in the corner, cringing, waiting for it to explode or something. You know, because they don't they don't know how good of a plane it was going to you know, be. Well, the, yeah. the bad part was it. You know, waiting for it to explode while they're in it. You know, while you're trying yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No that, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like compared today, hey, you get so many hours of flight time in the sim, right. and you know, you may have hundreds of hours before you actually touch the real plane. Yeah. That's and, true. You yeah, know, you don't have to be in the real plane for just definitely, an hour or two. Definitely some. It's, some respect to those guys who got who who flew that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's like if you made it, you made it. Yeah. Uh, why you're talking on that? Well, and this is just anyway. a, this is just a, a thought because I read something. I was reading something the other day, 
and it was talking about military servicemen. And uh, it was a guy yeah. who basically said that he had done something for uh, a serviceman, right? He had done he had he had gone out and helped him do something. And uh, or this guy, I'm sorry, this guy, this service guy had helped him do something. And he said, what can I do to repay you? Right. And it was very interesting. I thought. This is this is something that I think I'm going to do from here on out. But what he told the guy was this serviceman, an older gentleman, came back and said, the only thing that I request that you do is if you run into a Vietnam vet, welcome him home which I thought was the coolest thing ever because those guys, those guys oh, didn't get welcomed nice. home. Right. So, yeah, so right. from, from here on out, go out. Right. I will tell you just the other day, my wife and I were out, uh, uh, out and about. And there was a guy, we were going to, uh, to lunch at a restaurant and there was a guy sitting on the, on the bench and, uh, somebody, he had a little Navy hat on. And when I walked by, I asked him, I said, Are you Vietnam vet? And, uh, he said, no, I'm a, a, a desert storm guy. And I said, well, welcome home either way, right? He wasn't the Vietnam, but I did ask him, and I thought, I'm going to try and do this every time. And, uh, you know, but he yeah, still yeah. looked. But it was kind of cool. He looked at me. He goes, thanks. You know, and it, it was different from thank you for your service because everybody was kind of saying that right. to him. And, and sometimes I feel that's a little hollow, but uh, we kind of got off on a tangent. But uh, anyway, I thought that was kind of nice, so I'm going to throw that out there. I'll tell you what. I'm going to ask all of our viewers to comment right? We have a YouTube channel or, you know, if you want to comment on our Facebook listeners page and let us know uh, if you think it's a good idea or what you do or, you know, we need your comment to tell us, hey, that that was a great idea or it wasn't a great idea. But I, I, I like it. And if you think it's worth it, then, uh, you know, give us a thumbs up and uh, and let us know how you feel. Uh, yeah, that's a good, you know, I'm glad you said that, Mike, because I feel like uh, sometimes, uh, you know, we we enjoy doing this. Like, this is great. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. But but at the same time, uh, folks listen to us. They spend our time, listen to us. It would be great if we knew what it was they wanted to hear more about. We've asked this before, I think, and we have gotten yeah. some comments, but we like, right. I think we for, sort of maybe forgotten or got behind on the idea that we just asked that out loud. Like, Hey, uh, if, if you don't like the shirt I'm wearing, like, mm. like let me know. Right. Uh, because I won't change it anyway. <laughs> but, uh, well, but it would be good to know. So so here's – that's a good segue because I, I kind of had a little bit of drama that I kind of want to bring up. And, and we – Bum, bum, bum. Okay, I'm just going to say it out because I, I, I don't know if any of these guys are listening. They probably aren't. But this is kind of what happened. Uh, you know, I five with a group on Tuesdays, or I try to go out there as often as I can. I've, I've been working on Tuesdays lately, but um, but I had a Tuesday off, and I went out there. And when I got there, all the guys were standing, kind of just standing around, and there was all these people in this, on like standing in the middle of the field. You mean like in the grass? Yeah, like and and if, for those of you that don't know, we uh, we have a park, and it's uh, it's there's a sidewalk that goes the outside of the park, and there's a big, huge open area on the inside of the park that's designated a flying area well there's groups of people that are all standing in the middle of the flying area which we see happen quite often if we have dog walkers or they have a dog training class because it's not just a flying park it's a public park that's designated that we can fly Gotta share and we share with everybody sometimes they're having a flag football game or whatever or they're doing some sort of a practice most people know on tuesdays we're there you know the bench that we sit at um, you guys have both been there 
you know, you kind of know it. But uh, most people that walk or get out and do their dogs, they understand that we go out there on Tuesdays and fly. So in this particular case, I got out there and there was all these people standing around. And I thought, oh, what are they doing? They're having a contest or something. You know, what are these guys doing? And I just thought it was my group. So when I walked up to my group, they're all kind of standing around. And I'm like, what's going on? And they go, we don't know. These people are standing in the middle of the field and we can't fly. And I go, well, why are they standing out there? Well, then I realized that each one of these groups had DJI drones, like several at a time. And there was a guy running around between the two. And so one of the other gentlemen in my group said, yeah, they're having a training class. And I'm like, well, if they're having a training class, why are they standing in the middle of the field? And so... You know, there's this guy obviously walking between the groups. He looks like he's in charge. He came over, and he kind of saw us standing there, and he says, I just want to ask you guys not to fly over the top of us. We can all share the field. It's a big field. We can all fly, but please don't fly over the top of us. And I said, well, that's kind of hard to do when you're standing in the middle of the flying field, right? And he goes, well, I don't understand why, you know, you have some attitude. We're all just trying to get along. It's a big field. And I said, yeah, but you're standing. <laughs> like that attitude. The field, the field is big, right? I mean, this is, you're talking a couple, you know, it's, it's at least eight or, or 900. Acres. Yeah, at least three acres worth of land. And we use the airspace over all of that land. And, and we try not to fly over people. But at the same time, you're standing right in the middle of where the field is, putting your drone about 20 or 30 feet in the air. So I... I and because you're spaced out amongst each other, smack dab in the middle. You, yeah, you're you're basically covering our whole area. And he goes, "Well, we can all share." And I said, "Yeah, I don't understand why you're not standing back on the sidewalk, right where we're standing. That way, everybody can share the airspace out in front of you." And he he was like, "Well, you don't have to. You know, this is a big park. Just find another area." <laughs> and I kind of went, "It." It's the whole area. I don't think you're understanding. You're asking me to go fly an airplane that, you know, is very in a in a smaller, smaller area, and I, I just don't get it, you know? And so he's like, okay, whatever, and uh, he walked away. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, I, I didn't think anything of it. We were all standing there talking, and and so... Next thing I know, these guys pick up their drone and they kind of come back to the sidewalk. So one one of them went to the far side of the the group, you know, the far side of the park, and the other guys went to the side. And then there was another group that came up and stood fairly close to where we were. And I was like, okay, thank you, you know. And and so they they ran out and uh, they were doing their thing. And evidently, it was a training class for an insurance company who was training new operators to go out and do insurance claims. That's the gist of what I got. So these are new pilots. They just bought this $2,000 DJI drone, and they're learning how to control it from an instructor who has, uh, you know, part uh, 14 or whatever, part 17, whatever the number is, uh, license, right? He's got the drone pilot's license, so he's directing them all. Well, as soon as they got out of the way, we jumped in and we started flying around. Well, then he comes over, and and we're flying airplanes, right? So we're using the whole space. We're kind of going around. We're flying. And he comes over, and he goes, dude, I don't understand what the problem is here. I asked you guys not to fly over the top of us. And I said, well, we're not. We're flying in the middle, right? I mean, 
that's kind of why we wanted you to move back is so we could use the whole middle. And he's like, dude, you guys are unbelievable, you know. And, and I was like, wait, why, is, why am I unbelievable? We're here to fly. We can all share the space. He said, I told you we had new drone pilots over here, and you guys are getting too close to us. And I said, well, the, we're kind of at an adult, you know, we're all at a, a fairly larger advanced. We're not all new pilots. Your pilots are new, but we're not. And about that time, one of the guys in the group, uh, you know, jumped on his FPV and started flying around FPV, and that just totally freaked him out. And now he was just kind of, you know, ranting and raving about the fact that we were being inconsiderate because <clears throat> we were flying FPV. And I told the guy, I was like, dude, he's flying FPV. He can see where you're standing. You know, he's just flying the perimeter, and he's flying the outside of the perimeter to stay away from the airplanes that are on the inside. This is how we share the field. We do this all the time. Just because you just showed up today and decided to stand in the middle of the field, you know, I don't understand. But anyway, it, it was kind of a drama thing. I don't really understand, you know, why those guys felt that way, but I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? I mean, did, I, th- did it seem like we were unreasonable, or were they being unreasonable? Well, I thought it was interesting for him to say, this is a big field. You can use the other parts of it. Just don't fly over us. So I think what that means is you would stand with him in his space and then fly around the middle of that space. I mean, th- that would be the my first thought, mm-hmm. right? My second thought would be is, all right, what does he feel is the right place? And, and, and I, I feel like the answer you might have got from him was, well, just not here. And, yeah, yeah. You, you know, just everything he said was stuff he could apply to himself that he chose not to. You know, this is a big field. You could fly anywhere. True for him, too. He mm-hmm. could fly off by the sidewalk and forward out into the field where everybody flies. Mm-hmm. What does over him mean? Does that mean you can't fly 100 feet over him at all? Right. What? Where's the... Where's the wall he creates? Is it as far as they end up going? And then that way, if they go up to the other side of the field, then you're not allowed to fly over that. Like, to me, it really felt to me like he was just really frustrated because he had hoped it was going to be a serene experience for him, that he's going to have complete control of this park mm-hmm. uh, and nobody was going to be there. But he failed to realize that people share that space. And then he tried to put that failure, in my mind, on you. Yeah. Well, that's a good that's point. That's it. a good point. I'm going to ask our listeners once again to you know share your comments with us uh, on either our YouTube channel or our listeners group page. Uh, tell me what you think because uh, I I don't know I I kind of was a little snippy with the guy when you know he kind of got into my face or at least telling me that it was unbelievable that we weren't sharing the space. I think I think that he wanted us to go somewhere else, but maybe I could have handled it better. So let me know uh, how you guys think I should have handled it. Right. Maybe we can right get him on. We can interview him. Well, no. I tell you what, Mike. The, <laughs> the the big thing that I liked about this is, so the guy came to you, right? And mm-hmm. you you not that you come there every Tuesday to fly. Mm-hmm. It's maybe once a month. Yeah. You know, recently with work and everything else, so you're rarely out there. And I just love how the guy homes in on you. You just have the scent on you or something. I, like, I must have, like, yeah, because I literally he homes just in and says, up. "Oh, this guy." Yeah, I, I don't understand, but I, I and you're and what you're saying so, is correct is because yeah. I hadn't I hadn't been there in like two weeks or three weeks, and so when I did walk up, everybody kind of turned to me and said, "Hey!" and they're shaking my hand and they're all kind of standing around me talking. So maybe it, it gave that guy the impression that 
I was the grand poobah or whatever, you know. I mean, so it's – and just because, I don't know, maybe I'm the <laughs> tallest one in the group, you know. I, I don't, really don't understand. But And I did ask the question, why are they standing in the middle of the field? And he may have heard that. He may he may have heard me say that where right. none of the other guys yeah, did. Yeah, well, that makes sense, yeah. right? And so he was kind of like, oh, that be. guy, uh, you know, that guy has yeah. a question or has a comment. So I'm going to beeline over there and say, hey, look, you know, it's a big field. We can all fly. I think he wanted us to go away. That's really what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah, but sure. I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I was only there for about thirty minutes. You know, as they home in on you, and plus the part that I like about your club is you guys have the loosest affiliation. Mm-hmm. I, you couldn't have a looser club mm-hmm. using the word, you know, strangely. I'm making air quotes for our, our listeners if you can't see me. Um, it's so loose, mm-hmm. you know, that it's. You know, you have one person who puts out an email. Hey, we're meeting on Tuesday right, you know, at right, 8.30. Right, that's, right. that's about it. But anyway, you know what this reminds me of? Um, an uh, a episode of Cheers. So if you guys remember, there was a time when the, the restaurant up, upstairs above Cheers mm-hmm. started using Cheers more. You know, they started bringing more people. Like their people would go down there more. And it filled up the bar. And the bar became popular. Really, really popular. Right. And so Norm and uh, Cliff came out of the back. They were playing pool, and they come out, and they were like, and uh, Norm had lost. And so Cliff Cliff had to buy the beers or whatever, or, you know, somebody had to buy the beers. So they, they're they walking up, and 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 uh, Norm's like, okay, what do you, you know, set us up. And he stops <clears> short <throat> because there was two people sitting, sitting in their, in their chairs. Seats. Yeah. And Norm had a breakdown. He had a nervous break. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know, I got to yeah. sit in my chair. Uh, <laughs> right. Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> You know, we were sitting there, and he goes, well, we came up, and we didn't see you. He goes, no, I'm talking about yesterday. I was sitting there yesterday, <laughs> you know, and they, and they were right. – the people were, you know, the people were like, what do you mean you were sitting there yesterday? Well, we're sitting here tonight. You know, nice to meet you. He goes, well, I'm Norm. And they're like – he goes, yeah, but I'm Norm. And they're like, oh, Norm, nice to meet you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm Jack, and this is Jill, and da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Norm just freaked out. And then all of a sudden, he started convulsing and then falls down to the floor. <laughs> and then everybody's like, oh, my gosh, what happened? He, he fell down to the floor, and he jumps up, and he jumps in the seat. And uh, that's kind of like what this park thing kind of remind me of. Yeah. You guys are you saying Mike is Norm? Ever. Norm. I, I probably you know, I'm, I'm saying that the club, the club, yeah, I'm just saying that the club guys are Norm, right? You guys right. are there all the time. Right. You have this set routine that you sit at this table. And then some new people come, they, they don't know that you're norm and they're just like, Hey, we're just here to fly. And you know, you guys are all sitting over there just like looking like, uh, 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 uh. Right. they're in the middle of the field. Uh, you know, somebody should say something else, but they should just know, they should just know. Well, I have and, to say that our guys, our guys could know. have just broke out. They could have just broke out and started flying over the top of these people because we've done that before with the dog walkers and the lady got all mad, but in this particular case, they had drones in the air, so nobody was going to fly it because, I mean, it's a very expensive – DJI has very expensive drones, and these look like very expensive drones, and we weren't going to take a foam, you know, airplane and fly it into the drone and have to pay for it. So I think they were all standing around thinking that it was going to end any time now, and I just walked up kind of like, hey, what's the deal? So, it, you know, kind of in closing uh, uh, for this particular topic, I I basically test flew a couple airplanes and uh, got it all, you know, figured out, and then I had to take off, and I'm not really sure what happened after that, but, um, but it, it was an interesting right, well, scenario. Okay, I'm looking forward so, to hearing what the result uh, of that was. If any kind of feedback came back from them, 
Uh, I don't. Yeah, I'll have to ask and see if the if those guys you know had any other drama. But um, but I was out of it once I you know once I kind of left. But it was interesting. So, but uh, is this going to end up being like uh, East Side Story? You know, West Side Story. Where uh, no, well no East Side because West Side you know, Jay's from a different, <laughs> different part Jay, of town. Jay's from the East Side, so what can I do? <laughs> That's that? right. Yeah. East side. He's side. from the East Side of Alaska. Right. <laughs> West Side Story. West Side know? Story. Yeah, you we're know, there. We're all going to come in and the you know, two gangs, the two rival gangs, as you're out there no, dancing. No. No, that's not going to. Well, gonna I guess if maybe maybe that lights. should be part of our RC training is dancing too, so that you can do that properly. Yeah, maybe so. We could do that. With the snapping. <laughs> so, snapping. so uh, uh, the, this last topic I want to kind of talk about. We're going to change our format a little bit, and uh, we're going to try and uh, and kind of compact these because we want more. Uh, response from our listeners, and we're going to ask you to to, uh, to comment. But uh, I ran into uh, a pilot at the airport that uh, flew an airplane. Uh, you know, I went to the field. They flew the airplane. They had a really difficult time controlling the aircraft. And after all was said and done, we realized that they had a very huge misunderstanding about how Expo works. Okay. And I know we've had a whole con- – well. They they thought that if you want the airplane to settle down and fly more stable, you add more expo. Yeah, that's that's actually a common, pretty common thing. I've it is pretty common, it, and and uh, and so once again, we're going to reach out to our listeners. We're going to ask them how how do you explain to someone right? Because I know what expo is, and I explained it to him, and he said he looked at me for thirty years. I have thought something totally different. That's what he told me. I've been doing this for wow. 30 or 40 years, and I have never heard anyone explain it like you did. And I didn't really explain it as much as show him. I grabbed his radio. I put the expo in there. I moved the controls and showed him what happens when the control goes to that 80% or 90%. Because it's, it's yeah. much easier to see when nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens, and then bam, 90%, you get full throw. After right. he watched that, he was like, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe it. That was amazing. And this other guy walked up. What's the matter? He goes, oh, Mike just showed me about the Expo. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, if you wanted to soften it up and it's having a hard time flying, you put more Expo in it. And I just shook my head. I was like, dude, this is two in literally five minutes <laughs> that have the wrong understanding. So, so when I first learned about Expo, I thought it was uh, someone told me that, you know, cause, you guys have seen me fly when I first started flying. I was kind of a jittery flyer. Yeah. Like I'd move the sticks a lot. Right. And so they, they talked about Expo to remove that. Right. Because I was – I tended to uh, – and so it's not about really making the plane more stable, but to reduce the amount of my, my finger movement around. But I think it made it worse. It did make it worse. You should yeah. actually address that with dual rates, not necessarily – Right, change the throw distances Correct. instead. Change the yeah. throw down. And but that, that is exactly what someone showed me. And then I right. think I, I, I tried to implement Expo based on that, and, and I, I realized yeah. it took me a couple of years to realize I wasn't flying very well. And the reason is because I get out to the edges of my Expo, and that thing would just all of a sudden zing yeah. and change yeah. direction or whatever. And it's like, oh, man, that ain't working for me. <laughs> that ain't well, working for I mean, me. I, I don't know. It's uh, I learned to fly without any Expo. Nobody ever told yeah, me there was anything but Expo when I when I started right, this. Right, right. But dual rates makes more sense. Dual rates right, is what you should start sta- with. Stabilizing or, or putting a stabilizer in it. Yeah. Right. To, to well, he had a he had a gyro, but the gy- he thought the gyro was or, or you think, take the jitter out, right? Yeah. 
Well, uh, we are uh, going to wrap it up for today. Um, we're going to try a new 30-minute format. Tell us what you think. Uh, Parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. That's our email. Or the Parkflyer Podcast listeners group, which is also on Facebook, which is growing daily. Uh, so if you guys are interested in, uh, or actually, we want you to comment. We are asking you uh, for a comment. So if you are anywhere in the world, uh, we don't really speak a whole lot of languages, but we've got Google Translator. So go ahead and comment, and we'll try to uh, we'll try to use Google Translator, which sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. But uh, wherever and, you are, and in if the you're world, really well, nasty, we are number one you know. in the Japanese translators. <laughs> that's true. We that's actually right, do we have do. a Japanese translator. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's funny. But, but but also, if you're really nasty, Fully you know. It's going to be a, a, I would say the response will be interesting. Let's yeah, just say yeah. that. All right. So whether let's, it's positive, let's try to keep civil. positive, negative, whether you, what do you like, what you don't like, uh, let us know what you thought of the drama at the field. Let us know what you thought about your expo comments, how you explain it to your guys. Uh, we are looking forward to your comments. Uh, jump on the YouTube channel and comment on our YouTube page. Uh, I'm going to start it out though. I don't like Jay's hat. I've, I've been meaning to say this since I've since I've seen that hat. I don't like it. Well, it's too late now. Okay, look, there you go. Now he's got a new hat on. Okay, that's much better. (laughs) Much better. (laughs) All right, having said all that, uh, I'm Michael from Arizona. Yeah, and I'm Jay from the hills of Texas. And I'm AK Mike in Texas. All right, let us know what you think, and we'll see you in two weeks. (laughs) Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.